0: On the evening of April 15, 1972, Dr. Daniel Claiborne, an African-American, was arrested by white police officers on Chicago's South Side. Dr. Claiborne was driving near Cottage Grove and suffered a stroke and sideswiped a parked car. Seventy-year-old Claiborne spent hours in a jail cell before receiving medical treatment and died two weeks later in a South Side hospital. WBEZ's Lisa Labis spoke with local historian Sherman Dilla-Thomas about how Dr. Claiborne's death led to the convening of the city's first panel on police misconduct. Dr. Daniel Claiborne was a fascinating Chicagoan. He was born in Tennessee, though. And how did he land in Chicago?
1: He was born in the Nashville area. Uh, he was an educated brother. He went to Fisk University. It's a historic black college. Uh, he also went to Meharry Medical School, which is uh, another historic uh, black college or university located in Nashville. He got his degree in dentistry sometime in the early 1920s. You know, 1921, 22, 23, uh, and then he came to Chicago to set up his his dental practice. As you can imagine, you know, especially during that time, right, wasn't a lot of people in a rush to uh, rent office space to him, being a dark-skinned African-American. But then the other part of it was there wasn't a lot of dentists in Chicago that would uh, treat African-Americans, right? And so uh, needing uh, both a place to work and then being surrounded by people who needed dental work, yeah, he set up an office uh, right inside his home.
0: Then he he helped a lot of people in the neighborhood. He cleaned teeth for a lot of kids.
1: One of the chief things he did was Chicago Public Schools used to clean kids' teeth, right? It was a part of, like, daily curriculum. They check your eyes. They check your ears. They clean your teeth. And uh, because he was a dentist, he donated over, like, 6,000 hours to Chicago Public School kids. He was a really, really involved guy in the community.
0: So, sadly, Dr. Claiborne is not remembered only for his charitable works. His untimely death became his legacy. Let's fast forward to that fateful night in 1972. What happened?
1: Because of the uh, ending of like racial covenants uh, in the city, he was able to purchase a home on 94th and Forestville, and he had a dental office set up on 87th Street. He was driving home after work, and he had a stroke. He sideswiped a couple of cars, and the car came to a stop. Two police officers pulled behind the car. They happened to be uh, white police officers, and they just didn't uh, recognize that they, he had a medical emergency going on. And they thought that he, you know, was being flipped with them. So uh, he was uh, sadly assaulted. He was taken to the police station, uh, thrown into jail, um, and then finally somebody recognized that he did have a medical emergency. And so, as the story goes, they uh, called his wife, said, Hey, he was a drunk driver. They bailed him out with the money that he had in his pocket. They put him on the steps of the police station. When she got there to pick him up, she recognized that something was wrong, and she took him to Providence Hospital, where uh, sadly he died uh, a couple weeks later.
0: How did the community react to hearing the circumstances of Dr. Claiborne's death?
1: Dr. Daniel Claiborne was a long-term fixture in what we call Bronzeville now, but what was historically called the Black Belt, and the Black Belt was segregated. Uh, he had been there since 1920, 1921. So he knew everyone of note, and people were very, very upset that that had happened to him in particular. But then also, that's not too, too long after like uh, the murder of Fred Hampton. And so, the, again, the community was very upset.
0: And then this case was brought up again, the death of Daniel Claiborne. It was brought up again following the 2014 murder of Laquan McDonald. Tell me about the connection there.
1: What that connection is, is that one of the first times an independent review board was used. Now, it wasn't sanctioned through the city like we have Copra or, you know, the other ones now. But that happened for the very first time with uh, Dr. Daniel Claiborne's case. And also we had an independent review of the Laquan McDonald case. Both panels uh, pretty much came up with the, the same results, almost word for word. Uh, both panels pointed to the fact that the majority of people stopped and searched by the police were black. Uh, the Met panel in particular found that 75 percent of the people killed by the uh, by police in the city were black, even though black people only make up one third of the city's population, at least back then. And then the current police accountability task force reported that black people accounted for 74 percent. Of uh, people shot by CPD between the years of 2008 and 2015. That's terribly sad, right? Like 50 years apart, you still have that that same type of thing going on. Only way for us all to move forward is to kind of resolve those issues. and, And we probably need to do it expeditiously.
0: That's Sherman Dilla Thomas, a TikTok local historian. And you can hear more about Chicago history with Dilla here on WBEZ. Thanks so much, Dilla.
1: Thank you, Lisa.
0: This is WBEZ.